Hello, everyone, and welcome to Devotional Life with Paul and Jeannie. We are so glad that you're here with us today, <laughs> as always. And um, I don't know, I'm just thinking about what a great weekend we had and with the church family. And well, I tell you, just blessed. Uh, I'm just blessed to be around such good people. And I know that that's just the gift of God. And so, all right. Uh, let's pick up Jeannie where we left off. And so where are we? Well, I wanted to do a little bit of a review because we're in this series that we started probably over a month ago, the Armor of God series, which is uh, founded in Ephesians 6, verses 10 through 18. And we spent time talking about put on the belt of truth. And then we're uh, putting on the shoes of the gospel uh, next. And we're still in that segment. We talked about our own testimonies and others giving their testimonies. You got to hear those. And then we were in the portion of how do we share our faith with others. So we chose to go through the example of the Romans Road. And there's there can be more, but we had chosen five points. Mm-hmm. The first point, Romans 3, talks about that we're all sinners and fall short of the glory of God, and that you can't reach out for a savior to get saved if you don't recognize first your sinner and point two was from romans 5 8 that because of christ's love he came down to rescue us uh, why we were still sinners we don't have to fix ourselves up to receive this uh, point three was taken from romans six twenty three, that the wages of sin is death right but the gift of god is eternal life so um, we spent some time with that. And again, I encourage you to go backwards on some of these if you missed any of these uh, devotionals. And then number four was declaring Jesus, making a declaration that Jesus is Lord and believing your heart that he raised from the dead. We spent a few times this last week on why it's so important to believe that he raised from the dead. Yes. And it is important. <laughs> All of the Bible hinges on the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And um, so many people have explored this, and even atheists have explored this and have ended up coming to faith in Jesus Christ themselves. It's We have more proof that Jesus lived, died, and rose from the dead than we do about practically any piece of history. We have uh, sworn statements, and we have the frightened disciples who were frightened until they saw Jesus alive, and then their lives were so changed that they were willing to even go to martyrdom to tell the truth, to give the glorious truth of the gospel, and that anybody who comes to Christ won't be turned away. He's alive. How's that? You even mentioned... uh recently that there's been a lot of scholars that were atheists. Right. And when they took on the challenge to disprove the resurrection of Christ, they became believers. Yeah, Josh McDowell and uh, Lee Strobel, to name a couple, and there's plenty more. And who's the one that did the Lion, Witch, and Wardrobe? Oh, uh, C.S. Lewis. Yeah, C.S. Lewis was another one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I recommend um, a book called... um, Oh, who rolled away the stone? Mm-hmm. And uh, please take a look at that one, if you will. 
So um, we spend time with it because there is a verse that in the Romans Road that says, believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you would be saved. So we had mentioned five different points that with the resurrection, we get to embrace the power of God, that Jesus Christ is deity and able to lay his life down and raise it back up. And then the second point was that Jesus is the Messiah. He fulfilled all the prophecies by Hmm. raising from the dead. And the third point was uh, the resurrection validates that our sins have been paid. And like you had said, without the resurrection, our sins are still on us. And Paul says we are to be pitied to call ourselves Christians and not have the resurrection. And then... uh, Point four was the resurrection validates that we overcome death because we're united with him in his resurrection. And so that removes the fear of death. And then lastly, we were talking about not only the fear of death in our own lives, but that when those that we love die, that we're those who believe in the resurrection, that grieve for them. It's a genuine sorrow, but we grieve with hope. Because it's a pause button, like you said last time. Yeah. We will see them again. Yes. And and what a blessing to know that. And, you know, uh, as you get older, uh, you begin to realize that you have many more people, or it's approaching that way, that you know on the other side than you know on this side. Mm-hmm. And uh, that you're expecting, I'm expecting quite a reunion and a lot of tears of joy. And particularly to see Jesus face to face. Yes. Um, there's a verse I'd like to read. First Peter 1, 3 through 4. This is Peter speaking. And he said, According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, unfading, and kept in heaven for us. Such great and precious promises we have from the Lord. Look, everything Jesus said he would do, he did. And so he's batting a thousand. How's that? And so what do you think chances are that Jesus' promise of returning, the living Jesus promising to return and and to have us with himself, what do you think the odds are that that'll happen as well? Jesus keeps his word. He keeps his people. Once you're his, you're always his. And your promises are his. Uh, The fifth point that we had for um, the significance of the resurrection is that we are given his power. In Romans 8, verse 11, it says, The Spirit of God, who raised Jesus from the dead, lives in you. Yeah, so it's not just... I'm sorry. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he will give life to your mortal bodies by the same spirit living within you. So that same power that raised Jesus from the dead is now living inside of us and not only will raise us from the dead when this mortal bodies cease breathing down here, but his spirit gives us power to live a resurrected life while we're here on earth. Eternal life starts at the moment you believe. It's not like we're sitting around waiting for the sweet by and by. Although we are. (laughs) 
Eternal life and the power of God begin at the moment you believe. And I think that you want a full life and I want a full life. And I want one with meaning. And I want somebody that I can turn to when I'm feeling lonely or down or depressed or life is too hard or I don't have the answers. You can turn to Jesus Christ. He has life and power now. How about temptations? Wouldn't you like to have power to overcome that? Well, the Lord is here. We can live for him, for his will, or we can live for our own flesh. And who wants that? Not me. Not when you see what you've done with your life on your flesh and how it brings destruction. No way. <laughs> yeah. So let's live excited. Not just a hope, a hope so might happen, but a hope for sure. A living hope in a living Savior who is with us every day, who will walk with you through everything, promises never to leave you. Uh, <laughs> that's an exciting life to live. Good. Um, the last one we have picked for the Romans road, the fifth one, uh, is Romans 8, verse 1. And this is our reward. There's therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So we believe, we receive, and then we live in peace with God. In fact, Romans 5.1 says, Since we have been justified faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. It would be like standing before a judge and him saying, I'm sorry, we have no record of you ever having done anything wrong. <laughs> Father, thank you for loving us and giving us this time together. I pray, Lord, this would be a blessing to the ears of the hearers, to the hearts of, the, of your people and that we would walk ever closer to you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.